0: This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host. Frank plays Sticky. Alex plays Graukum McGruff. And Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus
1: Ronan. Previously on Dungeon Not Included... Oh my gosh, where do we begin? So we... uh, After... (laughs) After Graukum decided to uh, confront the enemy ship that was coming in, San forgot her sword and decided to abandon everyone to go get it. Uh, Stick and Graukum flew off with the uh, slug scientists, released them into Atmo, uh, went back. San judoed a ton of people to get her sword back, uh, ended up beaten, winded but back on a an escape pod back to uh, our main ship and we come back to her beginning to dock with us having not seen her since she decided to go on a suicide mission
0: okay
2: can you really call it suicide mission if she lived
0: yes I think she kind of (laughs) of barely lived yeah I was
2: fine
0: You were you were down to a your severe consequence and uh, I think two stress points.
2: Well, if y'all hadn't uh, took the last crew pool, she could have hulked out.
3: We created that crew pool for you. <laughs> <laughs> your crew was in the ship generating crew pool so you could survive. <laughs> and you're like, well. Good.
2: I'm just saying, like at last point, could have used it to hulk out. It's possible. <laughs> mm. That was a possibility.
0: Anyway, once the scientists are returned, the uh, administrator is very pleased with you for rescuing his people. Um, administrator Slurf. But uh, he is disappointed that you didn't get the ship and bring it back. <laughs>
3: Okay, great. Um, (laughs) I say to Slurf, I'm like, I want my ship fixed. I want it fixed immediately. And I don't want to hear a word from you or any of
0: your crew. Uh, He just nods his head at you and... uh... Gestures to the uh, tech at the uh, uh, you know at the dock, who immediately starts working on your ship.
3: <laughs> I I spent like the next few seconds. I'm barking at anything that's in my way, uh, especially anybody that's coming to thank us for the good work we've done.
1: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I do not want to hear any praise from anyone.
0: Right, the scientists are coming to thank you and he, the administrator sort of waves his arms and guides them off as you're yelling at them. Yes. So I um
3: uh yeah, where where would we get another job from uh is there like a terminal or anything any kind of uplink to uh Transgalaxy?
0: You could get one from here, yeah. There's an uplink from Transgalaxy. Okay. Um, it would be like you'd be like logging in remotely to try to find a job.
3: All right. So I'm logging in and I'm uh looking for a uh crew drop off, a job where uh we can possibly also exchange our crew. So like a more okay. populated area that would have other transgalaxy people working. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And i I leave with the terminal logged in as if that's the last thing I'm doing looking for a place to switch up crews
0: okay
2: uh you know uh if is he doing this to like be passive aggressive at sun or just like announce to the the station that they're on that he's he hates his crew or what the hell is the goal here?
3: It's who are you asking?
2: A red is asking Frank. Uh,
3: it's he. He has He doesn't have a goal other than he's going to go to a place where people can make a decision on what they want to do with their futures, uh, <laughs> as opposed to just being stuck together because they happen to be. Uh, okay. If you or if you want your character to notice any of that, then you can. But he's not doing this for uh, an audience.
2: I, I feel like Son has no reason to check the terminal, which is why I asked Frank instead of Son asking Sticky.
3: Right. And Frank is answering like, it's up to you. Like you don't, your character doesn't have to have a reason unless Red, you want to role play that. No, no. Have a reason
0: and then you find it. And no. It, but if you don't, you don't have to. <laughs> How about you, here. You're likely to spot that?
1: Uh honestly, I'm sure Graucom's probably more worried about making sure San's okay considering the ass beating that she looks like she's gotten if she's came on the ship bloodied. Yes. I'm sure he's not he's not really probably talking to her at the moment, but he is probably like tending to her. Tending yeah. to
3: her wounds.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like pulling out a handkerchief, like, like your face. You might want to There is a ed- day. Yeah. Oh, yes, maybe like kind of ed- ed- guide. It's guide an automated
2: her- bay right you, like it will you know, on the ship wait
1: are you talking about an automated bed bay on the ship yeah, yeah. please like, can, we see, can you roll computers against flappy to see how you're healed
2: no I'm not messing <laughs> with the system I'm not flappy can be as annoying as he wants I don't want to be shot up anymore <laughs> uh, uh, but it's it's looks automated. like you
0: got into a firefight yeah <laughs>
1: Would Thanks. you like me to realign your nose for you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, still, this may hurt. <laughs>
2: but yes. um, Yeah, like, uh, San is obviously hurt, but if anybody tries to show concern, she'll wave them off, so... <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, then maybe, then maybe Graukum does, if you're going to be like shoving me off, like ignoring me after everything too, then I'm just going to probably go off with, maybe not, I do see not him Not like me, just
2: be like, just be like, I'm okay, it's fine, everything's fine. <laughs> mm.
1: Alright, uh, then Graukum's going to, Graukum's going to like offer you the handkerchief and you bat it away while you head off to the bed bay and... And Gracham's ears are gonna go down, his tail's gonna fall, and he's gonna walk towards Stick. Okay. I wanna and...
0: specify
2: Son is not being mean. Son no, is... you know,
1: but you're yeah. but yeah, you're, but you're, off. you're yeah. Yeah, you're waving you're waving off the person who went out of their way to try and save you in like multiple things, and basically felt like they were having a battle for your soul. would be waved <laughs> off. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, that's a lot of emotional baggage to put on somebody who doesn't even know that's how you feel. So.
1: Dude, that's fine. Dude, you don't have to engage <laughs> with that yet. You, just, that's that can come up later. Yeah, All right, sure.
0: respectful of your distance. <laughs> that's right. Desire for distance. Yeah, so you, yeah. uh, you come by and you spot the terminal, and you can see what Sticky did, Graukum. Mm. Uh,
1: st- and then he's gonna hop up after Stick, Stick, Stick yeah you put in for a new crew yeah
3: giving people a chance to decide what they want to do with their futures
1: uh would by are you talking about leaving us or are you looking for us to leave you are you looking for people to join us what's what's your end game here
3: uh something tells me that trans galaxy is gonna saddle me with this ship for a little longer but right. you know uh if they want me somewhere else i'll go somewhere else and if you or her want to go somewhere else, I think it's time we uh, recognize when a group isn't working well together.
1: I mean, Stick, we've had some differences here or there. And granted, some of those differences has led us to almost die multiple times. But we've also, you know, helped a lot of people.
3: Uh, I'm not in this to help a lot of people. And that's. But you Both just did. We didn't. We risked a lot of people so we could get our sword back. I can't <laughs> follow the line of logic, man. So maybe it's best that we look for crew that we're simpatico
1: with. You know? Are you... Are you try? Okay... Stick. Uh, when you say we, are you talking about actually we, or is this some sort of like royal we situation where you're actually talking about, about yourself, your other Captain, who's in the sick bay? Yes. Okay. Well, that's then. Then there should definitely be a talk. I I get that. I 100 get that.
3: I actually had literally the same talk you had with her right before she walked back in for her sword. Listen, I am not. I'm not trying to be anybody's boss. I'm saying that if I'm about to get killed and there's a bunch of innocent people who are also about to get killed and we have one chance to get out of Dodge, we take that chance to get out of Dodge. And if we can't be on the same page, that's cool. I respect that. This, and I tap at the console, is me respecting that. I'm not saying anything wrong. I went back and helped save her and her i guess fairly heirloom favorite thing she ever stole i don't care i'm not gonna get the real backstory it doesn't matter
1: well it's i the, yeah we saw son's a creature of secrets we know this but i also don't
3: even care about that that's
1: great be a creature of secrets
3: or whatever you just said but the point is it ain't working
2: have you considered asking San why she wants that sword so badly?
1: Well, I did I in all, in all fairness, I did confront you and say why you're going back for just a sword, and all you said was, I can't explain to you why. We literally had an I, opportunity for you to no, explain that you wouldn't do it.
2: No, she said, I don't think you would understand, and then cut her okay. off be- before she did explain. <laughs>
1: You're, so Okay. I do. Well, I'm taking your. Okay, yeah, I take you for your. I take you for your word. <laughs> <your first. laughs> I
2: literally. I literally. I want to say. I don't say think you'd understand, I,
1: but here's the understanding.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I literally was going to say something about, mm-hmm. like the you know how sometimes people are like, I don't think you understand, but here's my reason, right?
3: I think this could happen now. You could walk out and yeah. And hear this.
2: Uh, I mean, <laughs> if y'all don't want to ask her again, that's fine with her. But she was going to explain before you cut her off.
3: Stick doesn't to be to be honest, but this could be a scene where you come out and ask why we're not asking. But Stick's not interested. You've you've said that you have a bunch of interests that you're that he won't understand, and <laughs> okay with that, he's very much about consent. <laughs> you're like, you don't want to to follow the you have your own path? That's cool. This no, is easier.
2: You know what? Yeah, I think Son um <laughs> will come out when you'll are talk about how she's a fucking creature of secrets and she's like, you know, you could just ask. Ask what? Ask why the sword means so much to me.
1: Son, okay, before we get into this too, just just throwing it out there, when you say you have something that we won't understand, last time you said that you got mad at us because you were a beast. you remember that whole, like, you can't ask me about um... my planet, my species, you can't we're going to my home world, but don't look or touch anything? Why would this be any different?
2: Okay, first of all, calling people a beast is rude.
1: Oh, sorry. Secondly... <laughs> <monster>. <laughs> Secondly,
2: I said I don't think you'd understand, and I was going to explain, but then you cut me off, so
1: oh, that's fair. I we should have sat around and heard the life story of your sword while we were being run down by piratical villains. We had to get out. I don't okay, fine. Tell us the story of the sword. Go for it. Well, listen, we're all ears, and Graukum sits down like with a shit-eating grin on his face. We're all ears. We want to hear about this sword. Tell me why this sword was so important that we almost died.
2: I I don't expect... I did not expect you to die. I told you to leave my ass there, so... You don't have to be all snippy about it, first of all. Secondly, I will tell you if you're not going to be an asshole about it.
1: I don't I don't know if Graukum can honestly he's not in a good place right now so I think Graukum's gonna turn to Stick and say Stick I'm still with the crew this is between you guys at this point and I'm gonna walk away and go find a bar
0: there is the one bar
1: and that's where he's going and he probably goes and you hear like little slime voice, slug voices going woo! because you
3: gotta save them. Yeah. Stick <laughs> looks up at San.
2: Uh, San is honestly a little bit shocked. She's like, I have never seen him like that before. Emotional? No. A dickhead.
3: Mm, I guess it's subjective.
2: I offered to give him him what he asked for, and he threw it back in my face.
3: Uh, you really want my opinion on this?
2: You're going to say that I'm being the asshole.
3: Uh, no, I just think you're doing what you want to do. Uh, there's nothing really wrong about it, except on a crew, it doesn't necessarily work well. I mean, he probably doesn't care why you wanted the sword. It may be a really good reason. Great. I don't know. But it wasn't the time or the place, and it wasn't offered, and it was a danger to him. Or at least it would be a danger to him if he cared about you the way one crew member would care about another crew member. Um, Yeah, he could have just listened to you and abandoned you, but that's not Graukum. And you don't understand what makes Graukum tick. And I don't think you want to or care to. And that's why I think it might be best if we all explored different opportunities.
2: I understand that he cares about me. And I appreciate your help. I really do. But I'm just saying that you didn't have to risk yourselves for me.
3: If you you really understood him then you know that that wasn't true.
2: Him I can understand, but why the hell did you come back? You hate me. I'm an enigma. You certainly are that. (laughs) If he has a problem with me, he needs to tell me. That's all I'm saying.
3: I think that's him telling you.
2: Yeah, well, dancing around the subject and being passive aggressive isn't a great way to tell people.
3: I'm always in favor of actual aggression, but sometimes you just got to drink.
2: Well, since you know, since do you know him so much better than I do? You think he wants me to go after him, or do you think he wants me to leave him alone?
3: Hmm. <sighs> Honestly, I think he wants to know what you want, but if what you want is just for him to forgive you or be okay with you. You're probably not going to get what you want. You know, he's always going to want to be part of a pack. That's just him. And if you're going to go off on your own and do what you think is right every single time, then you're, you're a, what's an animal that has only one of it? A lone wolf? That the Wolves also have packs. This is a stupid analogy, but you're different and it probably just won't work out. Unless I don't, someone wants to make it work out.
2: I don't want to run off on my own. I appreciate you helping me. And I think that if, we all were committed to actually helping people. We
3: could get along a lot better. you were wrong about the sword. You got to admit it.
2: I I never said there that.
3: There were no helping people with that sword. That was all you. Whatever that- baggage you have with that sword, it was all you. Trust me. I know selfish, and I know hero. And that was ne- that was definitely not a hero.
2: I know it was selfish. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do, but it was something that I needed to do. Hmm. Those two things aren't mutually exclusive.
3: Well, maybe Graalcom will think that that's acceptable, that you um, acknowledging it's selfish and it's just occasionally something you don't have to do, he'll be willing to ride with you again. I don't know. For me, yeah. I really don't see why we would stick together.
2: You said yourself that you never wanted to be in charge of anybody, and yet you're always trying to tell us what to do. So I think you need to decide what you want. And with that, son's going to start heading towards the bar.
3: As soon as she leaves, I'm like, Wanted was a drink, but these two assholes already went to the bar. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> What's the bar look like? Give me, give me some setting. Okay,
0: yeah. so the bar is a, uh, a a smallish room, about the size of somebody's living room, probably. It's uh, a cantina very...
2: song playing. No, damn, it's
0: tetsuation music, which is even worse. <laughs> You got a whiskey drink? You got a beer drink. You got a (laughs) It's Chumbawamba.
2: I'm sorry. Are you saying that the Cantina song is bad?
0: No, he's saying that the music is definitely worse than that.
2: Okay. (laughs) I wanted to clarify that.
0: Because
1: it
2: sounded like you were saying it was a bad song when it's awesome.
1: Oh, okay, maybe also know is, it's is it is it which we're, on a scale of that to Chumbawamba, where is the music? That we're right. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for hearing my Chumbawamba callback. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
2: Uh,
0: anyway, uh, no, it's tetsuage music, which is very liquid and uh, sort of bloopy sounding.
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing like what would be on a lava lamp's playlist <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> like if a lava lamp made sound this is what it would sound
0: like right uh, the bar is very short uh, there's a tetsuation behind it uh, there's a few tables in here with some tetsuations around it and, and uh, there's a spot at the bar for you to sit down Graukum.
1: Uh Gralcom's gonna sit down and just ask for a cup of water.
0: He says, the guy serves it to you? On the house, he
1: says. Thanks. And uh, Gralcom's... Water on the gonna... house.
2: Gee whiz. <laughs>
0: it's a space station. Yeah, <laughs> They don't make it here. Also read, read moon... Please, thank <laughs> <me>.
3: <laughs> you. don't have to read
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only thing I know about Dune is that the spice must flow. So, <laughs> oh.
1: so yeah, Growlcomb's just has his water and uh, he's yeah. just gonna sit there.
2: Uh, Sun will show up after a few minutes hmm. and sit down next to him. <laughs>
1: i was gonna say something really dumb but i'm not gonna do it um okay no i was okay i was gonna you want to know what i was gonna say graukum picks up the cup and starts licking the water out of it with his tongue That's canonically how he drinks now is he's he's sitting there, he's, <laughs> he's just taking be it better.
2: <laughs>
1: just, he's got a martini glass and he's just taking little laps out of it with his tongue.
2: God, that's so great. It's horrible. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um and San is going to sit down next to him and she mm-hmm. says, look. I know what I did was selfish, and I don't expect you to forgive me for doing that, but it's something that I needed to do, and I don't know if you can understand that, but I would like it if you could.
1: All right. Well, tell me about this. Okay, You last me you said I didn't understand, I interrupted you and you were going to tell me about the sword and it was going to explain everything to me. So tell me about the sword.
2: It was my sister's. She is the one who taught me to fight. And she's also the one who wanted to get off of Thald the most out of anyone. She's the reason I became a pilot. She's the reason I left home. She is the reason I'm here with you and out helping people. And she well the the mining colony wasn't the first people who have found fault. And it won't be the last, but um, there were A couple of people, they came in on a really small ship, and they saw my sister transformed, and they killed her. And so I made a promise that if she couldn't see the universe, I would at least take her sword to see it. So I couldn't just leave it stuck on a planet.
1: All right. I understand emotional attachment. I do. I I was in the wars long enough to know that sometimes the little bit you have with you from before is sometimes all you have. I get it. Um I don't like I don't like being put in positions where I have to choose between the unit and the individual. That's not how I was trained. And it's very hard for me to hear and understand when someone tells me, when I asked what was right, what the right thing to do was, it was to abandon part of my crew. I don't like that. And I don't like being put in that position.
2: Thank you for coming back for me anyway.
1: Well, I'm not going to leave you behind. I thought that was very clear when I... I mean, I gave you your armor for a reason.
2: I know. I... The thing about where I grew up is, is that... You know, everything's about keeping secrets. Don't ever tell anybody what you are. Don't ever show yourself where you can't hide. Don't ever be the monster unless you absolutely have to be. And it's nice to feel like I can do things, even when I'm not supposed to. And I guess this time I just took that in the wrong direction.
1: At first, when you first brought us to Fold, I didn't get the whole secret thing until i had to get the whole secret thing like i understand that i get the whole we no one could know about your home planet the the mining colony was a being there was a big issue the whole turning into a creature that can take out others and scares other people people who don't understand are gonna hurt you i get that but how many more secrets are there son like is this Is this going to be the the new thing? We go on missions, and then halfway through, there's a secret we don't know about that's going to jeopardize our lives because something is because something in something you have or lose, or something you didn't tell us that might be important for crew to share with each other just doesn't come up.
2: I only have one secret, and you already know it. And just because I didn't. Tell you that my sister died doesn't mean that I was keeping it a secret from you. It just means that you never asked.
1: Well, you made it very clear you didn't want people asking you questions. You've made this, that's been your whole thing. We don't, I don't really know you, frankly, at this point. I know you as a pilot. I know you. I think I know you as a companion on the ship, but don't really know you. And that's that's fine until it's not fine. And this was not fine. This was a, a rescue mission like we've done a million times before that almost went really south for the people we were trying to take care of. Because... We don't know each other well enough yet. I'd like you to stick around and get to know you better. But if that's not something we can do, then I get it. I understand.
2: I stopped keeping secrets when I told you about what I am. So if you want to get to know me better... Ask away.
1: What do you have? <laughs> Any flags on the bartender? You want my
2: whole life story?
1: Oh, I meant, what do you want to drink?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: Nice.
1: Yes, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, so this is uh, some serious stuff going on right now. That's cool. Whenever I
3: can twist the story into feelings, I will.
0: Yes. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, that was great. Glad we were able to get back into it.
2: Getting back into it didn't seem to be much of a problem.
1: No, not at all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We jumped in feet first.
1: Yeah, we absolutely did. Hey there,
3: we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Non-Productive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks!